Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer with my limited audience. <laughs> so as most of you know, Facebook kind of did some number on me. And uh, so they're not letting me do lives on my actual Facebook pages, but we're doing them on all of our other. So if you want to be with us, the best way to do it is to just go to rickdancer.com, our website, or Rick Dancer t at Rick Dancer TV. Um, on YouTube, not all the other numbers. There's a bunch of fake accounts on there. And my picture, it's not me. Uh, it's just the one with Rick Dancer TV. And you can go over there and it'll notify you when we go live. We are posting these then the next day on on Facebook. They'll let us do that. But we're we're kind of done with it. And um, so let me get my sponsors out of the way. We're going to have this conversation and much more. Uh, our sponsors, Chris Daniel Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome. They also do dentures now. So they have a denturist on staff. So you can get all your dental needs done. And Dr. Bratlin is a guy who believes in freedom. He believes in freedom to speak. He believes that censorship is wrong. He believes that you should have the choice to do what you need to do as long as it doesn't impact people in a negative way. That's Dr. Bratlin. Our other sponsor, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center, Matt McCarl, another guy who believes in freedom. He also believes in health, and he's not afraid to take a risk. I mean, when everybody else is doing regular, you know, go to the doctor, get some drugs, Matt is taking people and putting them in a hyperbaric chamber and changing their lives. He's putting them under light therapy and changing their lives. And then you get a massage when you're done. <laughs> and that, I don't know if it changes my life, but it sure makes me feel good to have somebody rub my body. Oh, right, Rob? Um, and our other one, JDEV Investments. Um, I got to pull something up here. I've got this new mic and it's kind of cumbersome. Um, hold on. Let me get here to brands. Um, JDEV Investments is I just took a motel, a Super 8 motel in Cresswell, renovated. They're still doing it, but they renovated it. And they've got like 22 apartments, brand new refrigerators, brand new kitchens. Everything's there for you. Um, reasonably priced. Um, and they're renting them right now. So you can get a hold of them. Um, through uh, JDEV Investments. And they have a, a company that is doing all the leasing for them. Uh, but here's an opportunity to find some housing that is fairly affordable and uh, can get you in. It's only studios right now. They do have two two bedroom units coming up and some one bedroom units in the future. Uh, but again, um, in fact, we'll put that number in there on how to get them. But just go to JDEV Investments on Facebook and all the information is there how to get them. And our other sponsor, Albert Taylor, Endless Possibilities, taking care of people with different abilities in our community, trying to make us as regular able-bodied people, whatever that is, understand that the value of them in our community um, and how much they can bring to our community. All right, let's bring Rob on. Here's Rob from Basin Tackle. You know, I, so a, a, a fellow commiserator um, in the Facebook world of, uh, of harassment. Yes, it is getting out of control. It's funny, before the show in the, uh, the green room, we were talking about how the Hunter Biden thing, that's what got me as well. It was, he had the balloon, he's wearing his thong, pictures that he took himself with his, I don't know, prostitutes or whatever it was that were taking the pictures of him. It's all over the internet, but we know where this is coming from. We know where this banning is coming from because we saw it through Twitter. We saw the release of that information where there are officials, the government officials that went to Twitter. They were liaisons between the, the, between the executive branch of government and, and the Twitter people going in every day and saying, hey, we want you to ban this. We want you to ban this. We want you to ban this. People that post this, block them, block them, block them. We know it's like that with Facebook, but worse. And I got hit with the same thing. I got a 29-day whatever, and then I couldn't post at all for five or six days. 
Okay, cool. Coming off of that, bang, I get another one today. It's like I'm locked down. There's there's ways around some of that, like we were talking earlier a little bit, um, but going live, stuff like that. I can't even really post anything right now. Again, it's there's way there's workarounds, but the one I got hit for now, somebody was threatening to kill me. And I, you probably have had the same thing too. We get it on social media. We get it on media. Um, this guy was, was threatening, you know, kind of veiled, uh, Rob is a so-and-so, you know, he's going to, he's going to take a hot one in the, in the chest, you know, stuff like that. So I was having a conversation with somebody. I screenshot that from that guy to me and I put it in the, in the conversation I was having with this person. Boom. Facebook flags that goes, it's hate crime. Um, it's, it's violence. The one with Hunter Biden, it was, I woke up in the morning, couldn't get logged on, and a notice came on and said, uh, sexual exploitation against was. someone's will. And it's like, okay, I got, I got hacked. And then I, get, I finally get into it. It's like, it's Hunter Biden in his skivvies. And Facebook is the same platform that allows pedophiles, groomers, and all these freaks that want to molest kids to go about and live their lives and make their posts. My friend, we are at a dark time yeah. right now i have never been so just so like i have to sit here and think okay if rob said that should i put that on facebook if rob says that if i say this can i put that on because but but it, anymore yep. i kind of don't care because you don't know because the second time i got hit with that because mine's 59 days now was the same picture but i didn't post it and they said I did, and I didn't because I wasn't up at four in the morning. And I even have a record. You can go on your Facebook and show yep. when things were posted. It's not on there. But there's no one to talk to. Yep. They have this appeal thing that goes into the dark world of nothing. You know what they need to do? They need to make, make all the social media just like news operations. Get rid of the exemption. Yep. Make them, if they want to be a publisher, then they have to act like a publisher. And they, right. Because they, they can't, otherwise, they cannot be controlling this. And what bothers me the most, Rob, is that people, you know, I'm just going to say it. A lot of people on the left don't seem to care mm -hmm. because it's, because it's the, it's the narrative that they agree with. And then they call it false news. Well, are, we're starting to see a lot of the things that we didn't get to talk about um, during the dark time in our, last couple of years um mm -hmm. it's now coming out that that there's problems and we still can't ask the questions i i was yeah. on yesterday i don't know if you saw this um that that i was listening to the radio and i heard an, a report on cbs news that a 30 percent rise in the number of heart deaths heart attack deaths in ages 24 to 44 um Stop and talking they, about it. Stop then, ignore it ignore it so, so then the cbs news reporter asked this expert I don't know who it was, but some expert. So what do you think this is? And they says, well, you know, during the, um, the dark time, there was no, a lot of younger people got the later than mm -hmm. the older people. And a lot of younger people wouldn't do that. And so that's, that could be part of it, but we don't know for sure. And I'm like, and there's no other question you're going to ask. No right. other question that is right there on the tip of your yes. tongue. That yes. you're not going to ask. And see, to me, that's almost inhumane because we're, 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 if we don't look at what's causing this and everything that's a possibility, then how are we going to stand and, and stare at ourselves in the mirror and look and say, we did everything? Because remember all those people that said we were killing people because we didn't do X, Y, uh -huh. and Z? So uh -huh. are you doing the same thing? Because you're not asking questions, folks. Uh, that that could lead to your relatives or other people living because they figure out what's going on. It's it's 
unbelievable. I can't. Unbelievable. I'm listening in China right now. Yes, yes. No, I, I, we, we are the laughing stock of the planet right now. We are the laughing stock of the planet. There's this great, free, amazing republic that we have, this experiment in, 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 a, in a republic democracy is going away. Nobody can destroy America as fast as America can destroy America. And we're, and we're letting it happen. And it is a frightening, frightening time. And, and they're winning. Because just like you said, oh, do I post that? Do I not post that? They are stifling free speech, which is one of the foundations of, of this nation. And, and right. one of the things that makes it great, so they're, did, and, they're slowly and, winning. So, so what's kind of weird to me, too, like, is when did um, questioning the narrative become fake news? You know, and, um, once, and, once the news was taken over by everybody on the left. You know, well, that's because, uh, because what's interesting is like you can't even ask a question now without being labeled as, you know, like a, a heretic. I had a, I had a guy last night on and they're doing these uh, state um, assemblies uh, where they're trying to take back their citizenship, you know, and and I was nervous about putting that on because you don't right. know. And, and then I know there's yeah. trolls out there that just report us. That has to be what happened because everybody I yeah. know that posted yeah. that picture um, got most people. I, I had a few yeah. write me and say I didn't get I, I still have it up, but most anybody, especially like you and me who have any followers, um yeah. we got hammered by it. So wh what do you think the solution is gonna be? I, I don't think anything's gonna change until we get another platform that is is equitable in terms of usership of the people, but this is this is the platform that kind of started the whole revolution. You know, there was other stuff that came before. There was other, right. other apps and other programs before, but this is kind of the one that really took us into this, this social media revolution. And until something else comes up, and there's been a lot, of, a lot of attempts, but this is the one that still has the lion's share of the followership. Right. So what do you do? This is, I mean, this is the vast majority of my followership. Uh, you know what kills yeah. me? I don't know if you're getting this too, but so for those who don't understand some of Facebook, for those of us who use it for business, there's an insight page. And when you post something, it'll tell you like for two hours after posting this, you're down 1% from what you normally are. So you can kind of learn how to, how, how to judge yep. what you're doing. Well, so they won't let me post, <laughs> you know, they, they'll let me post, but they, they're throttling things. And then they come on yep. and say, you're seven, <clears throat> you're seven points lower than what you normally yep. are. You could try boosting it. And I'm going, so you want me to pay you, yeah. put me back in a fair place and not throttle me back. But here's the funny thing. When I go on my main page and I look, my numbers are climbing, but it's not the yeah. ones that they're showing me. The ones they're showing me are, are dropping and the other ones are going, but it's, it, it, I know people go, well, get on, on truth, this or rumble. And I'm on rumble, but it's like, they don't have a big audience. And so they don't, did you see though, that um, one of the Congress, a, a congressional guy, Jim, somebody, I had it last night. Um, he's actually subpoenaed all the big tech, high yes. tech leaders. And yes. I hope to God that something happens where it's like, you know what? You don't get to do this to people anymore. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if I put a picture of Donald Trump and his skivvies on there, they wouldn't do a thing. Wouldn't do a thing. Wouldn't do a thing. Heck, man, they, they, would, they would boost it. Yeah. I, I, you talk about being throttled back. I've made in the past few weeks, since I've been throttled the past few months, some posts that I know, like, okay, this one's going to hit a couple million, this one. And it's like, oh, nobody, literally nobody has seen it. Zero. They've taken it. They put it in a little magic box in the middle of nowhere. Now, it, it's, it's a private enterprise. Uh, I, I'm a capitalist. I'm a staunch, dirty capitalist. I believe they can do what they want. But something has happened now. This 
this communications device that we're using, this 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 medium we're using, this medium we're using to 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 reach the masses, is now. And I heard someone say this quite a while ago. And at first, I was tepid about it, but I, I feel it more and more. Just seeing the injustice that's being being pushed with it, it's like a utility. Right. It's it's like a utility, and it, there may have to be some kind of. I don't like regulation, but my gosh, when you and whether you go all the way this way or all the way that way, um, there needs to be something in the middle to kind of tone it down a little bit. But because yeah. it is anything but fair and equitable right now. Well, don't you ask yourself sometimes? I listen to you know what's going on in the world, and then I hear some of my friends on the more left side of the spectrum, and they don't even know what about this stuff because they're listening to this. They listen to what they want to hear. And so it's like, you're not even doing any investigation. And so now if you have social media platforms that are stifling any objection or any kind of material that goes against the grain, this is no different than Russia or China where there's propaganda and that everyone walks around and goes, Oh no, it can't be this. It's like, no, we're not in a downturn in the economy. We heard Mr. You know, who everything's better. And it's like, so no wonder you have a whole world just like, you know, and I think more people are waking up to it, yeah. but, but it, I, 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 I'm concerned that we're going to get so deep into this rabbit hole that how, how long is it going to take to get out of it? I, if, if we do, nations fall, greatness yeah. goes away. It, it happens. It, don't think for a moment that our detractors, and I hate to use the word enemies, but our detractors and our enemies don't think for a moment that they wouldn't wipe off all your presence, electronic presence, off the face of the earth and stuff you in an oven if they could get away with it, because they would. And there's people on my end of the aisle that would do the same thing to them. There's, right. I, there's, there's something in the air, man. It's palpable. Um, the amount of angst and anger. I was talking with a, a buddy of mine in law enforcement earlier today, and we we're just talking about how just the the give a shit meter is is down low. I call it my gas gauge. GAS, give a shit, is is down low. Like I'm I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm pissed off. I want to be left alone to do my own thing. And even when we stuff we can get on social media, the trolls and the detractors and just the nasty, filthy human beings that have nothing positive to, to contribute. Hey, if you don't like something, move on. Go away. That's how it works. I don't ever watch the view. I've never seen the view. I make fun of them because whoopee. I thought she was one of the balloons that was shot down recently by the F-22, but it turns out she wasn't. She was actually larger than the balloon. Um, she had, Whoopi actually, Rosie O'Donnell right now makes Whoopi look good. That's where she's at. But I don't go to those platforms. I don't go to those shows. I don't watch any of that stuff. So why the hell are people coming to us? What kind of sick, right. sycophantic, far left thing? That is a malady. That is a mental ailment. Isn't it is it is interesting like the haters. I had yes. one I I had one on on a live I was doing on another a channel and person came on and says, you know, it starts going on and then I play with them cuz I think they're hilarious. I go, "Oh, you must not have any girlfriends. You probably have no one in your life." And you know, mm-hmm. and and you start listening to these people and you're going, "Who has time to do that?" I mean, yeah, I'm who, so busy. Exactly. That- Maybe that's the people who aren't taking jobs. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there, there's absolutely something to that. Without without a doubt, they, where where is that time coming from? Where how, how do they, my my go to? Here's what I my think. go. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. I think it's going to get. I I think it'll get worse, but I think it'll get better. I mean, I think people are the people I, so. I see that I I think what has happened is for decades we've been in apathy and a little bit lethargic and sleepy. 
And I yeah. think now it's getting so bad. What people need to do, though, I think, is get past the point where they go, why isn't anybody doing something about this? And start saying, I'm going to do something about this. Because I think that's what I, I hear that all the time. Why isn't so-and-so doing, why isn't the Republicans, why isn't Congress? It's we have to push this yeah. whole issue to say something has to be done. Yeah. And, and, as, and t- as long as we keep blaming, um, it's never going to happen. And so, you know, I'm just kind of pushing the envelope a little and saying, you know what, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and we'll see what happens. I'm going to find ways around it if I can and uh, yeah. we'll move forward. And, so. and other platforms will come up, but in the interim, it's, they know the damage they're doing to us. And that's, that, that is absolutely their goal and they're achieving it. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. But in the meantime, in the interim, there's, it's going to do a lot of damage to a guy's uh, financial stream, to a guy's character, to, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. They are absolutely hurting a lot of good people. Uh, you're, you're, you're far from the most radical guy out there. Like it's you're like, not this giant piece of crap. That's going around saying, hang people from the trees. That's me. I don't actually say that. I don't say it, but, uh, I, I but, tried it. You know, I, I, I know I'm not the middle of the road. Like I was when I was a news anchor, because I'm telling people it's called get real. So I'm telling people what I yep. really think Now that doesn't mean people are going to like it, but back in the day you could do that and still be friends with people. I've lost so many people yes. to that. Uh, and they're just and, and it's because they're they, they think I'm a hate monger because I believe different things about this than they do and yep. this. And so all of a sudden there's a new defining line. Here's what defines a good person, you know, and and, and I, you know, it's my old theme is <clears throat> I'll support your body, your choice. But you sure as hell have to support my body, my choice. And I have my reasons. And honestly, it doesn't matter what they are. Cause it's none of your fucking business. It, it's none of your business. Uh, you know, the, the people on that side of the, of the aisle, the, the maskers and everything else. Oh wait, money. Oh, it's like, it's like the whole thing was about money. Billions, hundreds of billions of dollars created over the whole COVID thing. And you and I didn't get any of it. Um, but the people that are the blind sycophantic followers, it gives them a the cause. Typically these people don't believe in anything. They don't hold anything to be true and good and decent. They have nothing. They are void, vacuous human beings that saw this thing. I get to a virtue signal and my God, look at me. I can wear a mask. I can get injections. Give me another one. Give me another one. Shoot me in the neck. Oh my gosh. Oh, it feels so good. Let's do that. I'm better than you, Rick. You're not wearing a mask. You're a murderer. You're killing people. How insane. And I talk about this all the time. I watch two morbidly obese people, like waddlers, like just <laughs> come out of Safeway, <laughs> pushing their cart, get to the trunk of their, of their Prius. Oh, was that say Prius? It was. Take out sanit- sanitary wipes and disinfect all their stuff before putting it back in their wearing two masks. Worry about diabetes, man, because that's going to kill you first. What where has was, happened? Where was the get healthy campaign when all this was going on? Where was most of the people affected the worst and the, at, at risk for death were, were people unhealthy, heart problems, not exercising, eating poorly. Um, Never thought of so, that. so where was the campaign that went along with the, with the masks and everything else that said, Hey, America, we're obese. People come here from Korea and they look Uh at us and they say, you're fat. So why don't we as a nation go, this is a perfect opportunity to change our diet, to change the way we eat, to stay out of the middle of the grocery store and shop on the outside. Right. Stuff like that. Never heard a peep 
It wasn't not a, a not a sound. So wow. Wow. That says everything to me that this wasn't about that. Um, it, it was it, it, it wasn't because we would have done that. Where was Michelle Obama? You know, when she's talking about obese kids, here's a perfect opportunity to put yeah. to get people because their minds were there. You could have pushed this out there and gone, here's something you can do to change the world. You have the awful opportunity, but all we do is just like America. Wow. Here, here, take another drug and put and put a mask on yeah. and we'll mask yeah. the problem. It's a band-aid. It's not going to do everything, but we won't push you on your on your lifestyle because you should be able to live like you want, yeah. except for Rick, who doesn't want to do this and this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's what people have to kind of think about is where was all that? That's that's so, huge. No, that's huge. I mean, that, that that's so simple. That's so basic. But we went right past it because we weren't told about that. So we didn't even think about it. We were following the lines on the floor that told us which way to go, except for this cat right here, man. I didn't care. People give me dirty looks. And the only ones, I only had one dude mouth off to me. It was in the SeaTac airport. He was in his 30s. And I, I was ready to throw down right there. It's like, man, I'm making international news. I go, what did you blank and say to me? Turn around, started walking towards him. Like, let's let's do this tough guy. And he kept walking like the, like the girl he is. Um, but other than that, the only people that really berated me were women between the ages of 60 and 70, your quintessential Karens, because they know they're not going to get one of those, right? Or at least probably not. And it was like, my gosh, how ballsy are you? One of them was really mouthy to me. And I said to her, I said, ma'am, you probably don't have a lot of years left. You should live your final years happy. Do you even have a husband still? And turned around, she was so mad, but hey, I'm not doing anything but speaking the truth. Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> You, your wife probably has to keep you out of parties, doesn't she? Yeah. You know what though? I never, I never attack. I will, and, and whether it's on social media, whether it's it's in person, whether it's um, you know, like physical confrontations, I will never ever attack. But I will do my damnedest to finish it, whether it's a verbal thing or what. And I, I can't help it. It's just I've got a hair trigger. It's like, man, having the greatest time in the world, and someone comes up, gives me a poke, and tells me to f off. It's on, brother. See, and for me, it's like, don't tell me I can't ask a question. I've made a career at yeah. a, at, at, yeah. and I want, and I truly am a guy who wants to understand. I don't understand it. It's so frustrating. And, um, yeah. but anyway, I, I thank you for your camaraderie. And one uh, more, I want to talk about this. Okay. What is it? So this is interesting. This is, this all ties into the, <laughs> if you get me pulled, I'm going to get you. <laughs> this ties into the whole big brother thing, the whole electronic thing. So we buy a new vehicle for the wife, uh, I don't know, three weeks ago, a month ago. And it, it was, it's like a year and a half old vehicle with almost no miles on it. Mint shape. It was like, it's 15,000 less or more than brand new. This thing's not even broken in yet. You know, what's the catch? Okay. No catch. Seems good. Everything checks out. So we buy it. We're happy with it. Uh, we take it in yesterday to a local place here in town to, uh, to have some stuff added to it and worked on. And we get out of this. It's an audio video place. We get out of it. And the guy's like, yeah, everything went good. It went good. He, uh, you know, and, and the other add-ons are, are still working. Okay. What, what? add-ons? Exactly. He What's goes, you know, your the, car? What's on your car? Right. You're going to find out. He goes, the other add-ons are, are working. I go, and he's acting like totally sketchy. Turns out he didn't know if maybe my better half knew about it or I knew about it. One of us was spying on the other or something. So he were kind of, he's being kind of like, and he's being very professional about it, but he did not want to let us go without us being made aware of it. I said, what is his name is Scott? I go, what, what, what are we talking about, Scott? He goes, the GPS tracker. What GPS tracker, Scott? 
He goes, the GPS tracker under the dash. What GPS tracker under the dash, Scott? He's like, there's a, there's a GPS tracker in there that, that someone wired in. I go, really? It's active, was active, works fine. Now, sometimes you buy a vehicle, um, if you finance it or whatever, you go through a dealership and you got sketchy credit or something like that, they'll put these in so that they can keep track of you and shut you down if they need to. This is not the case at all. We walked in with a check. Um, we, we, so what, yeah, this, did, what does that come with the car? No, I mean, no. Somebody added it. Like the former owner added it. Somebody maybe. Well, we ended up finding out because does we just, we've got, a, is there any like little residue from a balloon on it? <laughs> Smell like Chinese food. It uh, so it was active, ready to go. And this, remember, keep in mind that's my it's my wife's vehicle. So she could have been in the middle of nowhere, downtown Portland, some other cesspool. And whoever's in charge of this could have gone beep and shut down the vehicle dead right there, not knowing what was going on. So I contact the dealership, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Totally disinterested, like blowing me off, like couldn't care. We got your we got your money. We don't care. I thought, wow, that's pretty skivy. So fortunately, I, I know people and, and have access to things. And uh, a good friend of mine came Guido. to the rescue. What's that? Guido. Yeah, come on. No, no, he's way nicer than Guido. And he was able to do some tracking down for me. And it was the dealership originally put it in when it was first bought at the owner's request never took it out never like any, anybody that does any kind of diagnostic checks or anything on this would have seen that was plugged in there but i didn't run an obs so i i don't know uh, or an obd contact the dealership uh, yeah, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't we don't know we don't we know we don't know but it was all there if they had actually just typed in a vin or the number off of this or put any effort into it whatsoever they could have said oh yeah we put it in a year and a half ago for the original owner's request uh yeah he has full control of it but nothing. They wouldn't. Have, I don't want to say the names of them, but I did on my page. Um, but they did not want to help at all. And I had to. I had to third party the information and track it down, find out what was going on. So y'all buy a vehicle new or used. You know, it, it doesn't hurt to have somebody that knows go through it and take a look. This. You know, the, the, the other thing I know that's that's horrible. But the other thing that's kind of scarier is even without that, Rob. Yeah. They, with your phone, with this little phone. Yeah, they they know everything we're doing. Oh, you know uh, I mean? it's scary. It's really scary. Oh, don't use TikTok. Don't use TikTok. They're spying us. Oh, here's my bank account number. Here's some pictures of my Johnson that I'm going to send random people. Here's some, you know, like, come on, people, we're giving the information away. That's it. That's all. <laughs> you hey, gave Rob. me five dollars. Yeah, hey Rob, <laughs> I'll I'll call my urologist. I'll have him call you. <laughs> Hey, buddy, thank you for sharing with me. Thank you. Thank Good you. And th thank you for commiserating with uh, our, our mutual pain and suffering with the whole fake book. No, I, I appreciate you, man. See you later. Take care, my friend. Talk Bye -bye. to you soon. There you go. So see, it's happening to a lot of different people. And uh, like, like Rob and I are talking, I think it's just time people stand up against this stuff. And you really, it doesn't mean go out and, you know, scream and yell and all that. But I mean, it's just, it's just talk about it. Say no. It's not going to happen anymore. Speaking of no... Bill London, wait till you see what he's got for you. This ought to make you happy. Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, co-host of The Wake Up Call. You'll hear us uh, Monday through Friday morning, 6 AM to 9, on those fine radio stations. Or you can listen to our stream at kpnw.com. We're everywhere. We're on the World Wide Webs. And by the way, the news tonight brought to you by 
Dr. Michael Bratland. And when you go into his office, that's the way he talks. I'm Dr. Michael Bratland. He owns Chris Dental. All right. Here's a look at some of the stories we're following. Local governments in Oregon can no longer declare themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries and ban police from enforcing certain gun laws, according to the Oregon State of Appeals. Now, they issued the ruling Wednesday, and it was the first court case filed over a concept that hundreds of other U.S. counties have actually adopted in recent years from Oregon all the way to Florida. The measure in question, which was approved in Columbia County, forbids local officials from enforcing most federal and state gun laws and would impose thousands of dollars in fines in those who try. Well, the State Court of Appeals ruled that it violates a law that gives the state the power to regulate firearms. The ordinance would effectively, it found, create a patchwork quilt of firearm laws in Oregon where firearm regulations that applied in some counties would not apply in Columbia County, which is something that lawmakers really wanted to avoid. Second Amendment sanctuary resolutions, like I said, have been done all over the country. Most of them are usually symbolic, but some of them actually have what I would consider to be a legal force, like the one in Columbia County, which well, would fine people if they did that. Now, the ordinance's supporters included the Oregon Firearms Federation. They said in a statement after the ruling that it calls into question the legitimacy of the court and the likelihood of getting fair rulings from it. Now, you may be asking, why would they say that? Oh, you'll find out in just a second. But wait, there's more. Opponents of these sanctuary counties included the group Every Town for Gun Safety, which of course is run by billionaire Michael Bloomberg of New York. They argued that the ordinance violated the Constitution. Eric Tershwell, executive director, called it a win for public safety and the rule of law. Now, here's where the Oregon Firearms Federation calling into question the legitimacy of the court and the likelihood of getting fair rulings. In a concurring opinion, Judge James Egan on the court equated the ordinances protecting the Second Amendment with white supremacists and anti-Semites. Oh, yeah. In the opening page of his opinion, Egan attacks the ordinance and the people who argued for it, saying, and I'll quote, Interveners came before this court and referenced UN mandates, which, as I explained below, is a well-documented trope meant to invoke white supremacist anti-Semitic fear of a takeover of our country by outsiders and minorities who are manipulated by an elite class of supervillains. On occasion, however, individual members of the court must call out illegitimate quasi-legal arguments and theories for what they are vis-a-vis anti-Semitic and racist tropes. Huh? He also claimed that constitutional sheriffs, and that's what he referred to them as, constitutional sheriffs are, quote, embrace racist and white nationalist ideologies. Wow. Sheriffs that believe in the Constitution are now white nationalists and racists. Okay. That's the Oregon courts for you. 
Oh, Governor Tina Kotek announced the top job as supervisor of the Oregon State Police going to Casey Cotting. Casey Cotting was one of two state police troopers that fatally shot Lavoie Finnicum during the armed Malheur National Wildlife Refuge occupation back in 2016. Cotting was the one who shot Finnicum in the back at the roadblock. The shooting was, by the way, declared justified. In a statement, Kotek said, through all of his roles, Cotting held true to OSP's mission and values to serve all people and our community's property and natural resources. Okay, well, now that we've done that, let's look at some fun stuff that's being considered by Oregon lawmakers. Now, this one, actually, a lot of people may go, yeah, yeah. House Bill 2624 had a public hearing this week. It would raise the exemption rate for Oregon's estate tax from $1 to $2 million, which is pretty great because if you think about it, if you own a home or you own a farm, you've been paying property taxes on it all your life. And then when you die, your kids get to pay more property taxes on it. Pretty cool. Love the way that works. Anyway, this could be a big thing in particular for smaller to medium-sized family farms to actually, well, help them protect and keep those actual farms. Uh, Oregon lawmakers also considering a bill, and uh, everyone will love this, it would provide universal health care for all Oregonians, to which I say, what could go wrong? A public hearing was held this week on Senate Bill 704, establishing a governing party in charge of bringing universal health care to Oregon citizens. Oh, they're bringing it to us like it's a special delivery, like it's going to be wrapped up. A big Christmas present from Uncle Oregon. Anyway, the mission statement is, and I'm quoting, higher quality, lower costs. Uh, wait a minute. Government is saying higher quality and lower costs. I'll, I'll pause for a moment so you can guffaw madly. Senator James Manning, who is the sponsor of this bill, says United Healthcare for all Oregon residents, either employed or non-employed, is something he's been working on for seven years. Remember when they said that this bill or this uh, petition that was on the ballot last November that made healthcare right for all? Remember they said, oh, this has nothing to do with universal healthcare in Oregon. And Manning was one of those that was saying that? Yeah, okay. Anyway, Manning sees this uh, planned bill to be a complete positive change in the right direction for the state and its people, which is going to be really, really expensive because your taxes are going up to pay for this. And of course, when the prices for the healthcare keep going up, well, guess what? So are your taxes. Don't think this is going to be cheap. Anyway, the Joint Task Force will get input from the healthcare industry employers, unions, and citizens all over Oregon on how to implement a new, more effective healthcare system for the state. I guarantee you that the citizens are all going to be from Portland. Their goal? Universal healthcare in Oregon by 2027. 
So, Oregon could make farms, forests, ranches, and natural lands part of their official efforts to combat climate change. Welcome to Senate Bill 530, and it would allow the state to offer financial incentives for voluntarily managing those lands, notice I said voluntarily, for carbon sequestration. And they say, well, the money would, like, help farmers plant cover crops and support longer logging rotations on private forests. The bill is opposed by many of Oregon's biggest natural resource groups and, of course, uh, land rights groups because they say they expect this to creep from voluntarily, voluntary to mandatory participation. Now, why would they say that? That's just, that's just downright pessimistic. That's downright pessimistic. And we'll uh, kind of leave with this. Amid a renewed nationwide focus on police qualifications following the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols, an Oregon lawmaker has introduced a bill that would require law enforcement officers to complete at least two years of higher education. And that would be Democratic Oregon State Senator Lou Frederick. Now, keep in mind that the number of police departments around the nation actually requiring a two-year degree is about 10%, while just over 1% requires a bachelor degree. And why would you want future police officers to go to college here in Oregon? Well, it's very simple. So, from any household object, object, they could craft a beer bong and know how to roll really tight joints, because that's, effect, that's important for our police department. There are a number of people that are against this idea saying, number one, it's really hard with all of the bad and negative media and hatred towards police to get anybody to apply for the job. But this one, which I think is probably the most germane argument, that essentially, according to, uh, for instance, a spokesperson for the Portland Police Bureau, he says it excludes low-income candidates who can't afford to go to college and he says that makes the police force less diverse. Hmm, so much for equity. All right, well, there you go. This look at the news doc brought to you by Chris Dental, owned by Dr. Michael Brathland, a man who is willing to put on the gloves and do the salivally work. That's I said, salivally. I made that word up. I'm proud. All right, Rick, get real. So, Absolutely. you guys, what does a doctor of poo do? I mean, my career as a TV news anchor reporter ended in 2008. So, I analyze fecal material. 25 years of asking questions. Between us and Seattle, um, we are funding a half a billion dollars a year in homeless services, and the streets look like they do. Here it is, 2023, and we're still doing it asking hard questions. I mean, seriously, it doesn't have to be the way that it is. And we don't have to be arguing as Democrats and Republicans and independents. Oregon, Idaho, Montana, there are no boundaries. Yeah, I ran this race the very first time when I was 17, when it was a 500 mile race. Travel, people, ideas. My family were ranchers. Um, I didn't know them, but they had a ranch in Eastern Oregon. So not to sound crazy or odd or weird or over-spiritual or anything, but it almost feels like it's right, you know? Like this is where I'm supposed to be. 
Yes, politics and religion. Idaho right now, Representative Judy Boyle of the 9th District joins us. There are no limitations. These people could live under our laws instead of the oppressive laws of Oregon as well. Wow, I didn't have to say it, you did. Get real with me, Rick Dancer. All right, you guys, so there you go. Now that was like what I really love to do. If it scares people, you kind of have to ask yourself why. And we just need to get this attitude out of our face that there is a, a, a narrative that is the only way that's right. Yep, that's what we got to do. So we will keep doing our shows. We'll keep talking to you. You guys will keep sharing this on your pages. And we'll keep thanking our sponsors for sticking with us. Christiano Family Dentistry and Denture Center out of Eugene, Oregon. New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center also out of Eugene, Oregon. JDEV Investments. If you're looking for a place to live and they've got some apartments down in Cresswell right now, uh, go on their Facebook page. It's JDEV Investments. And you can look up how to get a hold of them. And Albert Taylor, Endless Possibilities. And that's what they bring to us. Endless possibilities. Share this on your page. That really helps us out. And we will be back on Monday and with a whole new lineup next week of stuff that's going to blow your mind. See you later.